0: Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. One of Europe's leading psychiatrists was imprisoned in Nazi concentration camps during the Second World War. During this time, he saw something that distinguished the survivors from those who didn't survive. And it wasn't just physical health and strength. What made the difference between those who survived and those who didn't was hope. Something to live for beyond the barbed wire. Something to look forward to. Something to go home to after the war. If someone had lost faith in the future, their future was doomed. Without hope, these people often often let themselves decline and became the subject of mental and physical decay. They just gave up. This really highlights the importance of hope, of having something to live for beyond the barbed wire of this life. This lack of hope is a common condition. We call it despair. In our Old Testament reading for today, Isaiah points out a way out of despair to a renewed hope. Isaiah is prophesying to the Jews who were exiled in Babylon. By this time, they'd been in captivity for several decades and were teetering on the edge of despair. You couldn't blame them for being depressed. The empire had defeated them, destroyed their capital, and enslaved them. They were weary. Exhausted, They were crying. The Jews were crying out to God with a sorrowful lament. They felt abandoned by their God, and their present circumstances seemed to confirm it. They wanted God to intervene on their behalf, but it looked like he wasn't going to help them at all. They felt as if their lives were no longer of any concern to God. They were a tired, and weary people who could imagine no bright future for themselves. And that was their situation. Our own situations can often provoke similar attitudes in us. How can God do this to me? God no longer remembers me. God doesn't care about me. He must be too busy to think about me. He's got more important things to do we can often find ourselves strongly tempted to indulge in the despairing and impatient attitude shown by the children of Judah. It's all too easy for us to assume that God has forgotten to be gracious to us, that He's passed us by, that the wrongs we suffer and the things we endure just ignored by God just as if they were hidden from his sight what can evoke what can bring up such feelings in us well think for a moment about some of our situations in life that we experience these situations can create in us that same impatience and despair that we find described here in Isaiah the Christian faith continues to be persecuted, mocked, and disdained. We may be discouraged because we see the emptying of pews and the great difficulty it comes in filling them again. We may have been hurt, wounded by family members, friends, fellow Christians, and those wounds might still linger. We may be trapped in any number of social domestic, or financial crises, and we have been anxiously striving to escape. We may be enduring unrelieved pain, weakness, disease, illness, the effects of age. In order to deal with this epidemic, we've, we've either been locked down or under restrictions for nearly a year, and it's starting to wear on us. We may feel like we've lost the peace and the joy of God's salvation and that our religion has become just a matter of rote. Are you tired and weary? Do you find it hard to imagine a bright future? Do you feel that because of one or more of these similar circumstances, that God has abandoned you? Isaiah does not deny the Situations that Israel faced. He doesn't deny that those situations were hard. And he doesn't deny that the situations we face are hard. He doesn't deny our pain, our weariness, our struggle, our impatience, our despair. Instead, Isaiah suggests that we need to remember two things. First, we need to remember who God is. Second, we need to remember what he gives to us. Everything that matters in life hangs on who God is. Our God is the creator God, the maker of everything. He spoke, and this universe came into being. And he's not just the one who created, but he continues to create. He's the one who not only brought nations into existence, but he remains in control of political affairs. Look to the night sky with the moon and the billions of stars. Are any of them missing? They floated away? Is it chaos? No. God has named them, and they are all under his control. We also should remember that God doesn't measure time by our clocks. With the everlasting God, one day is as a thousand years a thousand years or as a day. We only see the present, our circumstances, our reality. God can see the whole picture. It's not as though the Lord is slow in keeping His promise, as some suppose, said Peter. The length or shortness of time is not the same thing to God as it is to us. But we also need to remember that it is impossible for God... To forget our necessities or our sorrows. He doesn't grow weary or forgetful. What might be a burden to you is not a burden for God. He does not ignore or forget your needs or your pain for one single moment. Now since you understand that the eternal God is the Creator, don't you believe that He's at work in the world? Creation is not a one-time act, but an ongoing activity. God is not finished with us yet. God made all these things. They're his creation. They're under his control, and they cannot touch us, and they cannot touch the least hair of your head without God's say-so. Do not be afraid. We may be foolish and weak, but God is wise, a liberator, living and strong. We may be poor and wretched, yet we, what we lack, God has in abundance, in ample supply. When Isaiah says that the Creator God does not grow faint or hungry and weary, that tells us that there is reason to trust Him. Isaiah says, you have a God who does not get tired. God may not be tired, but we are. So God today consoles those who are tired. God does not become weary. God has always been at work in your life. He can help you. God supplies strength in our exhaustion, in our Oppression in our greatest moments of need. The same power used to make the heavens and the earth is used on behalf of God's baptized people. If you are a sinner, Christ is righteous. If you are poor, Christ is rich. If you're foolish, Christ is wise. If you're a captive, Christ is present to set you free. If you are forsaken, Christ takes you to himself. If you're cast down, Christ consoles you. If you are weary, Christ refreshes you. If you are hurting, Christ was poured out upon the cross for you. If you are dying, Christ rose again for you. Cling to that. Cling to that word. Cling to that and not your reason. Cling to God and not what your situation looks like to you. Do not lose heart. The biblical witness is that from age to age, God hears the cries of his people and he gives strength to them. Although it may at times feel like you're on your own, it is not so. Cling to God. God can give you the strength to resist temptation. God can give you the ability to endure even the most severe trials. He will certainly strengthen your faith, your hope, your love, as you continue to feed on Christ. This calls for us to be patient and to wait for God, come what may. This is why God sends us His Word, so that we may be comforted When the situations in life lead us to despair. There's something beyond the barbed wire of this life. It's God himself. He hasn't abandoned us. God does not promise that the problems in this world will go away. But Isaiah promises that our creator God can give us the strength to endure whatever we may face. Our Powerful, Creator God remains with us as we live in this uncertain and dangerous world. You believe this, don't you? You trust God, don't you? Trust in God, and then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. you've been listening to the church door thanks again for tuning in if you have any comments questions or feedback you can reach me pastor Matthew Fenn at revfenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N at icloud.com look forward to having you with us again next time.